0: Hey, Brian Bentley, along with Hank Alexander Chris Ballard, we are uh, trying something new this week. Uh, we are using a Google Plus Hangout, which I think is going to be the uh, the death of me. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sorry for the delay. Uh, we're, this will be an abbreviated show because it is a weeknight, and also because there's a little something going on that Hank and I care about. You care, Chris? Uh, that's
1: Chris, sweet I, I'm, I'm playing football at nine o'clock. But that's not what you mean, is it?
0: Well, there's a game in the game, then.
1: right?
0: Yeah.
1: Now, I care about it. I, I like watching the American team. I enjoy watching it a lot more than I enjoy watching England.
0: How did they do today?
1: Uh, they drew 1-1 from what I what I read when I came home. Which, <laughs> is, which is okay, I suppose. But, um, no, I, I, I quite enjoy watching Yanks. Um, I don't know what the hell Hank is doing, but um, I'm, uh, it's a lot more. It's a lot more fun. Oh, I
2: gotta figure this out.
0: Now, it's a lot m- more fun Mark for is Mark now. is at Dancing with the Stars tonight, uh, and he is now uh, sending me <laughs> sending me a text that he wants to jump on. So we'll we'll see what a train wreck this can turn into.
2: Nice. Um, so Brian. Yes, sir. W- when watching this on Top of the Table dot TV. How does one interact with the chat?
0: Um that's a great question, Hank.
2: <laughs> all right well we'll work on it we'll work on it
0: well here, i hear i i will I will uh, let you peek behind the curtain here a little bit. We are gonna be making uh some changes um uh, potentially away from our geek Week host. We don't know everything is great. We love those people. thank you to Jeff Katz and all those people. Um, we may be moving everything to a streaming on YouTube, uh non Google plus hangouts, as we found how fun and easy this is. Uh but we'll be able to stream the show. It'll still be with the same way we do with all of our graphics, the same format, uh, but through YouTube and I'm in the process of getting that approved from YouTube and setting that up and it takes a while. So for tonight we're gonna to experiment and we really never have more than one or two people in the chat anyways. So. There you go. There you go. I like it. It works for me. So we'll see. We'll keep, we keep working. And, and there will be a complete uh, rebranding of the show as well with new graphics and all that stuff as well.
2: In the meantime, we'll just go to Twitter. Oh, and Chris Boward has added Google Effects.
0: Uh-oh, here we go. <laughs>
2: I just wanted to
1: know what that button did. City hats and more, well, I'm sold. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah. Let's talk about week four in the MLS. Who had... Uh, did you say the MLS? In MLS. Okay, just checking. Who had Chivas and FC Dallas atop top the West? <laughs>
2: nobody, no? nobody had them. Oh my God! What is on your face? I can not. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> That's fantastic. Technology is kind of awesome. Uh, anyway, perfect. I'm gonna stop that. Leave it. Yeah. Leave you the, the crown on, on there. For
0: yeah. so those of you listening to the audio version, uh, Chris is uh, putting silly hats on himself using Google Effects, which could possibly be the highlight of the show ever.
1: It um, actually covers my receding hairline, so I think this is a good thing for me. <laughs> the no receding hairline, and then there's bald. But
0: yeah, I think it's look. completely receded now.
2: I've got the receding hairline, my friend. My so hair who, um, on the right hand side of my head like a tree on a cliff. Your hair has receded. <laughs> it is past tense.
0: So who had Seattle sitting at ninth in the West and Montreal at 1st in the East?
2: Um, it's just it's topsy-turvy land you know it's still early on in the season people are gonna go crazy about this for a while but Montreal um, you really couldn't invest for a better start for them with a new manager Uh, they have everything clicking I don't know who they play this weekend but they are just on fire Um, and and grinding out some pretty nice games I mean they're not over the top yeah they're not blowing people out of the water
0: Montreal gets Kansas City
1: at Kansas City, mm-hmm. who also aren't playing very well at all, are they? They're not.
0: No, yeah, they're at Kansas City.
2: Well, I give. I'm going to give the edge to Kansas City because they're at home. But man, they have not been playing well. That game against New England last week was terrible. Terrible.
1: Yeah, but I mean, this be fair. They were dragged down enormously by New England. <laughs> <laughs> As, so as we're the, we're
2: not laughing at what Chris is saying. We're laughing at what he is wearing on his face. There's Ooh, a hell,
1: There's like a little thing in the bottom right corner that says randomized, so it picks three randomized like, glasses, headgear, and facial hair, which is very entertaining.
0: <laughs> we may stick with Google Plus from now on. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> um, this is crazy. Uh, so. <laughs> Let's see if let's see if this works, Mark. I think Mark has us uh, has us getting ready to join. Oh shit! Ugh. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Red Bulls ninth in the East. Chicago tenth in the East. How many more Mini- games do we give New York before they have just completely crushed the panic button?
2: You know, with all the talent they have on that team, they should be playing. They should be winning. They should be winning. Wait, is this 2013,
1: 2009, 2010, 2011, or 2012?
2: <laughs> it's all... You've been saying that for how long now? It's all the same, right? But, you know, and you can't look at Mike Pecky as the issue there because, you know, he's... It's the talent. They've got the talent. They should just win without... It doesn't matter who the manager is.
0: And, well, now and they're they are claiming injuries now.
1: Yeah. Well, Henri didn't go to... Um, Montreal, did he? Because his turf allergy flared up. You know, the one that he always says isn't actually a real thing. Um, I mean, I was surprised he actually played in, in Portland in, in the first game. Um, but I, I think the same thing happens every year. There's, you know, it's surprising in the first few weeks, but because of the unbalanced schedule and the fact that ten teams make the playoffs, it isn't as important in this league as it is in most leagues. As long as you're not twenty points behind by the time you come to July or August, you've got a chance of making the playoffs.
0: And there's still thirty games to go.
1: Yeah. I mean this time last year we were saying, Oh what's happening to LA? Even New England would be in LA. And you know, we know how that turned out. They were at the White House today
0: again. That's true. You gotta love that. So, so um, let's let's look at the uh the games coming up this weekend. Toronto. Just give me quick who you pick. Toronto, LA. LA I think that's gonna be a draw. It is what? in Toro- it is in Toronto. Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna go, f- go with I'm gonna go with draw. I think uh, Robert Earnshaw gets another goal. I, I just think
1: don't Robert think Earnshaw. LA is that good.
2: LA I mean granted they were without Robbie Keane last week, but they're gonna have him back, right? I think he might be, still be injured.
0: Yeah, he's got a thigh injury or calf injury.
2: Ah, I wasn't worried he was injured. Mm-hmm righty then well I thought he was just away on like international duty but um, if he's injured then it could be tough but I like Villarreal I like McBean and I like Mike McGee I there's some, three guys that are been dangerous and I think they're going to do just fine
0: who's your fantasy player to watch in that game
1: Mike McGee McGee and McBean sounds like a 70's cop show doesn't it
0: it's like Simon and Simon yeah. and wife. Or Magruder and Loud, <laughs> if anybody gets that
1: one. Oh, my God.
0: Um, New York at New York host Philadelphia.
1: Well, they're both equally bad, so I have to pick New York because they're going to win eventually.
2: I like New York's chances here. Um, Philadelphia, I, you know, they're sneaky. They can be good at times. Um, as we And they, you know, they've managed to score on set pieces fairly well and if the defense in new york is uh, is as suspect as it has been then i you know i like philadelphia's chances did i say new york at first
0: yes you did I, you just you talked my, yourself
1: out of it didn't you i talked myself out of it completely covered your bases there but if Brian goes for a draw that is one of us is going to be right
0: no i'm going to go philadelphia with uh, captain jack as my fantasy player to watch there
1: captain jack god that
0: guy uh hanks revs host my fc dallas that's got pain written all over it i never
1: thought i'd say this but dallas have to be the favorites don't they <laughs> you would say that <laughs> no I like, I like you know i like going up to new england and saying hi to yourself and store and the three other people who show up but you know i i just i'm surprised with how good dallas have been so far yeah you know i have i am too
2: I'm very surprised. Um, the one thing that New England has going for it in this case uh, is the fact that they're playing on the terrible field. And I'm hoping that it screws up uh, Dallas's... Oh, uh, your own terrible field?
1: Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yes. So even you are, are imputing the quality of your now uh, one star. That's
2: terrible. Are you kidding me? I've played yeah. on that field, that surface. It's awful. Oh, did buddy, you, uh, didn't you
0: have a guy blow out his knee at the 30 supporters? 30 seconds
2: in. 30 seconds in, his first touch of the ball, I don't even think he got a touch of the ball. I think the ball touched him as he was rolling around on the ground in agony.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So uh,
0: no surprise here, I'm going to take Dallas uh, by two goals. Um, And my uh, player of the game, fantasy player to watch, Jackson, goal and assist last week continues to be uh, uh, an X factor for that team.
1: Is David Ferreira back for this? He is. Yep. Yep, I like, Kenny, our, The yeah. thing
0: the thing to watch is I think uh I'm pretty sure Blas Perez is out again this week with international duty. Um Eric Hasley's hasn't played more than fifteen minutes. It's been you know yeah, less that's, than,
1: that's, that's an odd move so far, isn't
0: it? Uh, yeah, well they're trying to nurse him back slowly because you know they they figure that they've got Kenny Cooper, but Kenny Cooper has not been impressive or effective so far. No.
2: And how how much does it suck that they change the uh the rules about posting injuries. They used to do it on Tuesdays and Fridays. Now you have to wait till Thursday, I think, to find out who's injured, and who's not. So if you're trying to set your fantasy table early in the week, you have to wait really until Thursday now to find out who's injured and who isn't. Right. Um Which kind of makes the dynamic. I'm just. I'm waiting to play my wild card. This because I've got uh, a bunch of. people pi- People that aren't playing this week because I've got DC United, they've got a buy. I've got Chicago, um, who suck, and <laughs> I've got uh, some other player uh, What are the three teams that are buys this week?
1: I'm- Seattle, LA, and Houston, oh Seattle and LA don't
2: play, do they? I I think-
0: Toronto plays LA.
1: Yeah,
0: so- and uh, Isn't it the Seattle Calvary plays, Seattle it plays RSL.
1: Oh. Shows how much I've been paying attention. So, do you guys both do the fantasy?
0: Yes. Because
1: yeah. I wasn't going to do it, and I got dragged into doing a thing with um, my cohort from around the league, Ted, where we actually had a draft, and there were like 12 of us, which was great. It was brilliant. But then halfway through the first week, the guy said, oh yeah, I can't do the scores, we will have to do your own scores. Which sounds okay, but we're doing like some scores, like you're getting points for successful tackles and shots on target, and you're losing points for Offside. And I have Marco de That's a lot of work. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so, yeah, I, I've kind of.
0: No, I love the idea of a draft. Jump in our league. You should be in here anyway.
1: Oh, we yeah. have a league? Yeah. We... This is professional, dudes.
2: <laughs> this is the
0: man that fell from first place last year.
2: Yep. Chicago, Columbus, DC United all have buys. And I've got um, three players from DC. I've got two players from Chicago and one player from Columbus. So it's six players that uh a lot I'm only allowed two free transfers. Um, and I tell you the guys that I have, like Maro Rosales, he's not doing anything. He's not doing
0: very well is he. Uh Fabian has as your keeper?
1: I do. I put him uh, in last Troy, week.
0: Look at Troy Perkins in Montreal.
1: Yep. That is a great trade for them last year, by the way, Montreal yes. and Portland well, getting that. Weekends. Great for them, yeah. Um, I also wanted to put in
2: what's his name, uh, Iguain, or uh, and he. Oh,
0: he's uh, in Colorado, yeah.
2: He's off this week. Claudio I mean, Bieler has not and my two forwards haven't done anything since the beginning of the season. Claudio Bieler and Fabiano Spindola. Well, they scored
1: three goals between them in the first week. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah so I think I guess. have. I have Marco De Valle, and Jerry Benson. Is he back from international duty? He will be. Good. I didn't get injured tonight? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Next game,
0: let's look at Colorado hosting Portland.
1: Portland are going to win that. Colorado so. sucks. Colorado Colorado.
0: And, they'll be, and they'll be without Drew Moore, who picked up a red card against LA last week.
1: Yeah, they are a poor team at the moment, Colorado. Um, him, Drew Moore getting sent off was quite entertaining because as soon as he saw the linesman raise his flag, you could see the look on his face, like, oh, crap, I have to walk here. And he, you know, he had, the, he had the armband off, and he was turned around and even before the ref and walked over to him. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I don't like Colorado at all right now, um, you know, but they're an eighth. Uh, right. Somehow. One point, uh, you know, they're tied with points, actually, on Seattle.
0: I can tell you my fantasy player to watch here is gonna be Ryan Johnson because if he doesn't do anything, I'm hitting the eject button on him. <laughs> I'm with you there.
2: I don't have him on my team, but he's one of those streak he's a very streaky player. He looks really good week in and week out, but he doesn't seem to get anything consistently.
0: And he looked really good in the preseason as well.
1: Yep. And they have a good they have a good attack, I think, Portland, but they have an equally crappy defense.
0: Right. Yeah. So it's I don't know a crappy to defense. Let's go to Houston hosting San Jose, as Houston has looked horrible defending set pieces.
1: Yeah, jeez. Houston at uh, home, or they're the where you said, right?
0: Houston hosting.
1: Yeah, hosting. If it wasn't for the fact that Houston were hosting or Houston were Houston, I would say that San Jose have a very good chance. But Houston are really good at home.
2: They're really. They haven't lost at home yet.
1: Yeah, which is mind-boggling because in other games they've been useless.
2: And they almost. I mean, they pulled it out last week. Um, yes. This week, uh, San Jose is. It's, are they starting to click? Uh, you know their their record is what, like two and two? Yeah, they 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 beat. Um,
0: yeah, they're two one and one. Two one and one. Yeah, they beat yeah.
1: Seattle.
2: I think didn't they? Yeah, on a one nothing win. Um, good goal by Wondolowski. Very good goal. Very good goal. I'm but happy. you know, they where's their offense is you know, failing to start. You know, And if but if they can get it together I you know, I'd like their chances, obviously. Uh, and they just need to
1: hang around until they get their players back from injuries, like Lenhart and, and yep. Golden because it's surprising how much they've missed that. Well, Sha- they, yeah, Sha- I think but um the guy the kid they have in their place, John, Adam John. John mm-hmm. He's been quite good I think.
2: And Sam so. Cronin's good too. I mean they've got some he Cronin's still playing for them, right?
1: Yeah, Cronin's still. Yeah, playing. Um,
2: yeah. So I mean, I think they've got the talent. I just don't know if they're gonna. They uh, they got a click. It's still so early in the season, you know. Montreal is on fire by sheer virtue of just being that having a little bit more, I guess. Native talent than everybody else, but right. are they going to have the legs to make it through the whole season? Well, Nest has already gone down. Nest has already it? gone down. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking. At, I look at the schedule, and and New England doesn't play Montreal until uh, September. So, but I'm expecting that Montreal will hit a rough patch uh,
1: come May.
0: It's inevitable. You yeah.
1: I mean, the fact that they beat Seattle and Portland right. after the other in Cascadia was incredible. Nobody could have predicted that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Give us,
0: Hank, give us a player to watch in that Houston San Jose game, fantasy wise.
1: Ooh,
2: um, let's say. Well, you know, I don't. It could be a low scoring affair, so uh, you might want
0: to. I'm avoiding Tally Hall here. That's my I was it, have to be, it, can, I was it can be good or bad Tally either way. Hall, have to be.
2: I was thinking Tally Hall because he could be but I'm gonna say my keeper to watch would be Matt Reese. But uh, the the thing is uh, gosh, you know,
1: I'm gonna go with Will Bruin. If he's yeah. if he's healthy. Um, I have three Houston players in my team. I have Tally Hall, Corey Ash, and Giles Barnes. Barnes. Was, I think Josh Barnes is going to do really well in this league because I watched him as like a 17-year-old kid playing for Derby County and he was they got promoted that year and he was a class above anything else in that team um, yeah Yeah. Mind you, it was the same team who got 7 points the following year but still right. wasn't Benny Harbor on that team <laughs> no, he's taken his mojo to Kansas City
2: Oh, it's working. And, <laughs> yeah. and,
0: speaking, and speaking of Kansas City, we've we've touched briefly on this Kansas City Montreal game. I think we all agree, Montreal.
2: Um, I think I Kansas City at home, uh, but I'm not saying that it's a win.
1: I think it's going to be a draw. Yeah, I, I can't see Montreal getting five on the spin, um, but I don't think Kansas City have done. I think they're missing Kamara pretty seriously.
2: They're missing something.
1: Yeah,
2: they're really. I, you know who they're missing? Espinoza. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. That's who they're really missing. Yeah, he's
0: uh, done pretty well. In the I'm a, you know what? I'm going to take Montreal with a win.
2: All right. I'm going and with I'm the gonna, draw. I'm going to
0: say and and Troy Perkins, player to watch. Yep.
2: Uh,
0: Real Salt Lake hosting Seattle. Salt Lake has been sliding lately.
2: They're both bad. Um, <laughs> they started well, didn't they? Yeah. So
1: they had a 2 new win over San Jose, which was surprising at the time. Um, Boy.
0: You know, I, I, I'd be very willing to say that this one's a draw. It, it, yeah, I know
1: it, it depends if Saborio gets back, because he's going to be in Panama, I think, today. Yep. So he travels 3,500 miles from Denver to Panama, and then he's going to come back for Saturday. That doesn't seem like he's going to be in tip-top shape.
0: Well, and Nick Raimondo's traveling. You, you, I don't know if you saw the highlights of this past weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was Josh Saunders, Saunders yeah. had
0: the ball literally kicked out of his hands on the ground and a, a goal that by Jackson That was yeah.
1: terrible. Dallas have done very well out of goalkeepers so far, haven't they? Because they yeah, had that, that saves in the first game.
0: The call, yeah, that's true.
2: And the, uh, Real Salt Lake is without Beckerman. Uh, well, he'll assume he'll be back. Um but, yeesh, you know they definitely they're definitely missing Saborio. Uh, but uh, you know, Luis Gill, Beckerman, Beckerman's back, Plata. These guys can contribute. They can contribute. Let's think... not forget they have Abdulli Mansali, formerly known as Kenny.
0: Oh, I, is he I, think, I think that's maybe a one-one draw, maybe.
2: Yeah, Chris. He uh, he. T- his real name is Abduly, but he was always called Kenny because the person he was named after right. um, was his name was actually Abduly, but his nickname was Kenny. So they right uh, he, t- he t- assumed the same nickname of the guy he was named after. Right. Uh, so by The
0: transitive property.
2: <laughs> the transitive property of nicknames. Yeah. Uh, my name is now Ralph. <laughs> God.
0: And our final game of the weekend, the very surprising Chivas USA hosts the semi-surprising Vancouver Whitecaps.
1: This could be a good game because I think both of these teams have a lot of, of, of attack and not always a huge amount of defense. So I think it could be, especially with Demerit being out for pretty much the season, I think Vancouver has yeah, going be fun to watch. Well, it, at see... home,
2: you know, if Chivas brings back the fans after that last resounding win hey, with the roar of 17 people behind them yeah you know they can get maybe to 27 37 this week yeah 37
0: <laughs> Here, here's here's a number i want to throw out at you there's two stat two facts i want to throw at you first one uh Chivas leads the league with eight goals for mhm and they'll be going against vancouver that have only allowed three mhm and um Chivas is starting an all-U.S. front line of Juan Aguadello, Tristan Bowen, and, Dad Gummet. I just forgot. But for all the grief, Agudelo, Agudelo Bowen, and and um,
1: somebody else, Alvarez.
0: You know, I wrote it down. I'm sorry, um, but for all the grief they took with this uh,
1: Mexican thing,
0: reverse gentrification. I don't know if, the, if that's the right way to call it, but um, Agudelo's looked great. He he completely muscled Lorinowitz off the ball for, uh, for that goal on Sunday. Yeah, yeah um, Lorinowitz
2: has looked terrible. Yes.
1: He's been, he's been good so far, actually, Agadir. He scored a really good goal against um, whoever it was they played before. Oh, it was Dallas, wasn't it? Did they beat Dallas?
0: Uh, that was week two.
1: Yeah, Dara's scored a really good goal in that game where he, he turned the defender and, and left him for dead.
0: Yeah, um,
2: these guys are loaded. You know, when you look at the. Um, Agudelo Casillas, Oswaldo Minda, uh, Carlos and, uh, Alvarez, and Mejia. Dan Kennedy. Mejia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mejia. Mejia.
0: Yeah, Dan Kennedy's, Dan Kennedy's always played really well.
2: Dan Kennedy scores a goal this week.
1: That's my prediction. I just like listening to the Chiefs commentary on Telefutura because the guy always insists on pronouncing the guy's middle name. So it's like Daniel, uh, Daniel Robert Kennedy. No, <laughs> Yeah. And then, uh, but there's Bobby Berling, is what I. Bobby Berling, yeah. And when Portland won last year, he used to call him Captain Jack.
2: Nice.
1: Captain Jack Dewsbury. Oh, dear. That's all I can understand. I don't understand it in Spanish.
0: Um, Watch uh, defender Jeb Borowski in this game. Excuse me, for Montreal. Uh, For um, Chivas. Here we go. Juan Aguadelo, fantasy-wise, has 21 points. Uh, 22, excuse me. He had 9 in Week 2 against Dallas. uh, 2 points against LA in Week 3. 10 points against Chicago this week with an assist and a goal. Um, And then you look at what he's got coming up. Uh, Vancouver this week, and they're off. Then he gets Colorado, Salt Lake, San Jose, Kansas City, Portland, Salt Lake, Colorado, Seattle. If you've got the cash, the eight point two million, go and grab Juan Aguadello right now. I don't care if he's off next week, go and grab him.
2: Yep, I like him too. He's on my list. He's on my list. I'm gonna get rid of some of these uh this dead weight and uh redo my entire team. Wildcard. Wildcard time.
0: Uh let's look at uh just you know we we like to do this occasionally just kinda adding a little new little wrinkle here. Um just some players to watch. Come on. Oops, sorry, I had the wrong I'm trying to load this. Um We were talking about uh Fabian who mm-hmm. I still have on my team. And he's like we...
1: Samson, isn't he? Now he's cut his hair, he's not quite the same.
0: Right.
2: Well, I mean, he had the short hair at the beginning of the season too. He's just, you know, it's it's New York. It's they're they're sputtering.
1: That's so metro, I guess. It's, it's crazy. so metro. Yeah,
0: spindle He's got nineteen points. Uh, that that's good enough to put him in fifth place. Um, his former line mate, mine, line mate Alvaro Saborio, with twenty points. Uh, but at Sabario is ten million. A spindle is eight point nine. Uh, Robert Earnshaw, we continue to talk about at 21 points. Juan Aguadela with 22 points, and they're all uh, behind uh, Federico Higuain in Columbus. I'm sure I screwed that name up uh, at 26 points. But I mean, I you Dubai. look down here like you know Deshawn Brown costs 5.9. He's got 16 points. Yep. Um, Robbie Keane's only got 12 points, but he's at 10.5 million. Right.
2: That's going to come that's good, definitely. He's one of those guys. You, if you, it was. It's like having Cristiano Ronaldo on your fantasy team. You know he's going to cost a lot, but you know he's going to produce. Right. Um, But now he's injured. So the question is, do you replace him or do you just bench him? I mean, he's his value. Presumably, as more people sell him, his value will go down. Right. And um, then maybe you can pick him up on the cheap you know, in a month or so, I don't know how long he's out for, but if he's out for two or three weeks, maybe his value drips down to the like the high eights or something and you can get maybe uh get him at a what would be considered a steal for Robbie Keane.
0: And you look at and you look at that, you know, ten and a half now for Robbie Keane for twelve points, you could go grab Wando for the same price with fifteen points. You could grab Claudio uh Byler in Kansas City for nine point two. I mean there's other options out there. It's it's do you want to hold on? And potentially lose money. I mean, I think the thing to do is probably is probably to sell Keen now, get a filler, and then come back because his value is not going to go up.
2: Right. That's what I would think.
1: I should probably play this game because I have no idea what you guys are talking about.
0: You should. It's, it's the same. It's the same MLS league. I didn't
1: know that if you sold somebody, if everyone sold somebody, his price went down.
0: Yep.
2: Yep. And then. uh... They Did also, you? Chris, they have... Uh, this is the same company that uh, does the Fantasy Premier League. Oh, is sitcom. it? Yeah. Same exact setup. And if they ahead. finally adopted this one. Last year, you had to... Uh, with MLS's Fantasy team was... They would wipe your team clean after... A third of the way in. Oh, that was so annoying because that's what I did.
1: I was doing okay, and then I missed three weeks and thought, "Ah, screw this."
2: And then it's like, "Hey, what happened to my team? I don't have anybody on there. I'm not getting any points."
1: Right. Oh, I'll have to have a look at it. Well, probably tomorrow now. But
0: Um, just some quick, just some quick names for people to watch: Uh, Edgar Mejia and Chivas, uh, seven million. He ranks fifth in midfielders, twenty-five points, are tied for fourth. David Ferreira at nine point two million, right behind him, twenty four points. There's there's some great um, great deals in that in the midfield. Uh, Andrew Jacobson uh, for FC Dallas has cost five point seven million. He's got twenty points that puts him top ten. Yeah, and he's playing really well in that in that holding midfielder uh, role right now. Jackson is third. I mean, there's plenty there's plenty people and plenty of deals. I know last year when we set it up, you ended up with maybe. Three superstars. Right. And you had like six million dollar role players or five million dollar bench players that never even saw time. And I was glad that they they found a way to adjust the numbers and make them make them more logical and easier to play this game and build a good team.
2: Yep. Another great player to pick up if you I don't know if you mentioned this on the defenders, but
0: Josh Williams for the was I was getting ready to say it right now. Yep. Okay. Josh he Williams, twenty nine points, five point three is your high scoring defender. He would have been the
2: first guy I picked this week if Columbus was uh, playing. <laughs> so the question is is you know if uh, do you do I make a trade next week to get him um, knowing that he's not playing this week so his value probably isn't going to go up um, but uh, yeah it's worth getting him now at 5.3 because as more and more people pick him right. The value will go up.
0: So and Columbus has three the three players in their back line in the top ten in points. There you go. And they're all you know you know five point one six and five point three million. So they're still good deals, and they're all twenty three points or higher.
2: They're getting good. They're getting good results off of um, off of uh, you know early early results. Right. I mean, good. The shutouts are really are what drive your points in the defender. If they can right. keep a clean sheet. You're going to get maximum points. and you look at uh, Jose Gonzalez, um for New England. He's been outstanding the, uh, the last couple of weeks. Um,
0: but not this points. week.
1: Well, I mean, you he's still going to say I guess some points. I guess the thing about me coming in late then is because I'm not going to pick the guys that are already doing really well, because like you say, with the Colorado Columbus guys, they've kept however many clean sheets. They're going to revert to the mean eventually. They're going to let in a couple of goals for probably a couple of weeks. So I'm probably better off looking for players who perhaps have underperformed so far. Right. Um, do you still get $100 million to spend? Is that, is yes. that what the budget is? Yeah. Because I think I can probably do a pretty good, I have an idea of what my team is going to be already, because I've done a different fantasy thing. So I think most of the guys I have in that I would probably want in this. Um, I don't
0: I'm fairly satisfied with my team having Latou, <laughs> Ferrera McGee, Dax McCarty in the middle. They're all over eight million each, and then Ryan Johnson, Juan Agudelo, and a spindle in the front, eight million each.
1: Right.
0: And still with a good back line. You know, last year every single player would have been seven and a half to eight and a half million dollars just to even get in the game. And yeah. You end up you end up with just the starting ten you can get, and you've got those four fringe, three and a half million dollar players. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I did notice with the Premier League one, and you say it's been run by the same company, you tend to pick the strikers first because they're the ones that are making you the points. Right. And then right. maybe you'll pick a Frank Lampard or a So I would find that I'd have to pick three defenders. I'd have to spend like £3 million on him each because I'd spent all my money on the strikers. Right. Um, so what I try and do now is I try and take... You know, I try and like almost have a draft. I pick a defender, a midfielder, and a striker. A striker, you no, know, so that I'm, I'm not leaving anything out because if you can find a defender who... I always used to try and pick defenders who took take penalties. Um, right. Because, invariably, they scored them, and you would get points for that as well as the clean sheets. I know years ago I used to pick an Everton player called David Unsworth. Mm-hmm. He used to take left foot penalties for Everton. And he was good for six or seven goals a season, which, when you're for a, for a defender, is pretty, pretty impressive. Um, I can't think of any... Um, defenders who take penalties in, in MLS, but there are defenders who who pop up with goals. Right. Um like um Bobby Berlin will usually rarely pop up with one or two. Or That's some cute. you know. Sorry? The kid Josh Williams has been Yeah, it's going. So I mean yeah. there are kids. I mean
2: you, Chad you, you, Marshall Chad yeah. Marshall used to be that guy. He used to be that guy when he was
1: uh before he was less concussed. Uh, yeah. And you could pick, you know, someone like Holgerson. Even in, in, I mean, I know New York defending, but Holgerson must have scored three or four goals last year. And it doesn't sound very impressive, but it makes a big difference, especially when no one else is
0: That's true. Uh, let's get ready to wrap this up. I know Hank's got Got to be somewhere, and we got the game coming on tonight, and we don't want to keep everybody too long. Um, let's just give us w- what are the things you're watching for good, and uh, what are the things you're watching for bad this weekend?
2: Oy. well, good. Um I'm hoping for good luck in New England. Uh with that was bad. I know. It was terrible. But no, they need help um in the midfield creating chances. They need people taking shots. So I'm looking for uh some good production and uh a good goalkeeping effort from Matt Reese. Um bad, I'm looking for bad uh I'll be expecting a bad midfield um in New England where they're just inept at creating scoring chances right now
0: Mr. Ballard
1: um, I'm, I'm hoping for a, a decent Portland performance because they've put together a couple of halves in different games but they haven't put together a whole 90 minutes so far and I think that it's a team that has the ability to threaten the edge of the playoffs I don't think they're going to be comfortable but I think that fifth playoff spot is something that they should be striving towards and, and still in with a chance of contention of at the end of the season um, so I'm, I'm hoping for a good Portland performance. Um, at BAD, um, I would be kind of, I would think it would be funny if I saw a bad New York performance because it just keeps getting funnier. Um, and it's, it's bad, you know, because I like going down to Red Bull Arena. It's a fantastic place to go and watch a game football, even if there are only 12,000 people and they claim 25. Um, but it's getting it's to a stage... It's, it's getting to a stage where they're it's becoming... A a each of themselves now because you and the New York fans that they know exactly what they're watching every week, they're expecting it to go horribly wrong. They're expecting Roy Miller to get the trifecta of you know a free kick, to, you know, a penalty, a back heel, and all this, just like like, like I, the great hat
0: trick of soccer.
1: Yeah, I joke on Twitter about playing Roy Miller bingo, you know, oh, all I need is a back heel in my own half, and I've won. <laughs> that
0: was pretty funny.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Wait, so, speaking of pretty funny, we didn't really talk about it at all, maybe it's been over talked. But the uh, the snow classico.
0: Holy buckets!
2: Please don't call it that. Well, it's already being referred to that on Twitter, and it's being marketed as such, and it's being actually an instant classic. It is being shown right now on uh, ESPN Classic, started at seven thirty, so you get to see the whole thing in a living glory. How great is it that uh, Costa Rica initially, you know, said let's play, and then they said, oh no, we're going to protest. And then the protest gets thrown out on a technicality because they didn't talk to Clint Dempsey in front of the match official yep. within yeah. four hours. Finally,
1: FIFA did something right. I mean, it, as, a, as, a, as a game of football, it was a pretty crappy game of football, but as a spectacle, I was That's glued awesome. to it. I thought it was, that was really, amazing. That was awesome.
0: And it was four inches of snow, and I read a stat that Michael Bradley completed 89.5% of his passes in that well, snow.
2: The, <laughs> the ball is moving a lot slower. Oh. <laughs> it's going to but you know, let's let's call a spade a spade. But the uh, the thing is, and that is no ethnic slur on anybody there. But. No, I,
0: I would have thought that too. You <laughs> said it. Mark's not here.
2: Okay, but anyway, so uh, <laughs> the thing the thing that got me with that whole game, um, and uh, congrats, good on everybody on all the American Outlaws that made the trip and sat in the snow. Watch that game! I'm proud of the people that I know that went out there. Aaron Dutka, uh... Candice, you guys, um, Ray. Uh, and yeah, I watched that by Hank. I
0: had I had two friends from my indoor team when they sat on the front row and they awesome. sent me back a video. and It was amazing.
2: Awesome. Good on you guys for doing that, and uh... proud of you for for sticking it out, and proud of the guys for playing that game. It was incredible. I just hope that uh, you know. When it comes down to it, it's uh, not the only win that we get. <laughs> I
1: did like Jermaine Jones' Don King haircut though. That was awesome.
0: <laughs> the Snuffro uh, as it was yeah, called that was,
1: that was <laughs> quite, <laughs> I thought was it Ian Dark who was commentating? It seems like such a long time ago now. Was it Healy?
2: Um, Adrian Healy? Or was, it was Ian it Dark? It was, it was Ian, Ian Dark. Dark.
1: Yes. I quite like the point that he made that you know, of the however many twenty thousand people who showed up in a couple of years' time, you'll find a million U.S. like oh matches. yeah, it's going to be like Woodstock, but for U.S. <laughs> soccer.
0: Even though we watched it, we're going to say, "Oh yeah, I remember, I was there."
1: Yeah, was I was there. there. I remember it was cold, yeah,
0: um, snowing. <laughs> I'm going to give you my good and the bad for the weekend. Uh, okay. FC Dallas, Chivas, and Vancouver. Uh, excuse me, and Montreal continue their winning ways.
1: Is that good or bad?
0: That's my good. Ah. My, my bad is going to be the Real Salt Lake-Seattle game as a whole, mm-hmm. supporting Kansas City, and the Mexican fans tonight.
1: Oh, uh-huh. very interesting. I would love them to get results down there tonight.
0: Oh, I so would I. I, mean, I hate Mexico.
2: I hate them with a passion. I haven't been, been here long enough to activate
1: I haven't been here long enough to develop a loathing, but I activate this them. So I'm getting
2: there. As Lado Sanchez. That's all you need to know.
0: <laughs> uh, th- th- thumbs up, thumbs down on this Google thing tonight. Thumbs up? I think really? once, once we got yeah. it to work, it was fine. Okay.
2: Yeah, it works great. And I'm actually looking at the, uh, the live uh, on the website, and it works. It's, it's working pretty well. There's a significant delay from what we are talking and what's showing up there. Um, but it's 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 good and it, it's really good at picking up who's talking and switching the point of view and etc. Well,
0: well, then I uh, will continue to see if we can work out the bugs and maybe we'll we'll try it again next week. Nice. Uh, and we we'll, I'll make sure everybody can know where to join and they can join the chat as well because uh, I'm sure um, right. we'll Jeff, and,
2: fans I tonight. think if you actually watch it on YouTube, you can chat on YouTube.
0: Okay. I will I will continue to work on that. Uh, gentlemen, uh, do your plugs real quick. Mr. Ballard, you can start us off.
1: Yes, uh, listen to Around the League, uh, at com. We have shows out every Tuesday this year because I moved the recordings from Tuesday to Monday so I can play football. Because nice. everyone, it's all about me, so, you know.
0: And then at, at Chris J. Ballard.
1: And at Chris J. Ballard on the Twitter, yes. And I have a, a blog at you know, net which... It's looking quite good now.
0: B-L-A-G-G-A-R-D dot net for those. Yes. Of you. Mr. Alexandre.
2: Uh, Midnight Ride Podcast uh, will be recording on Wednesday nights. this and, and usually put it out on the interwebs that night. Um, and if not that night, that is uh, usually the next morning. But also, we are also now on the North American Soccer Network. So you can check us out on that. Uh, if I remember to send my podcast over via FTP, so usually I remember.
0: So you uh, Mark Mark is working Dancing with the Stars tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. He's gonna have like a fourteen-hour day today, so he's uh, couldn't join us tonight. Uh, you can check him. Um, he's got a new new blog called TheFinalThird.com. dot com. That's uh, final3rd.com and it's all defensive stuff he interviewed Alexi Lawless a week and a half ago I think he's uh, still working on that um, but it's a it's a serious soccer side to mark, different than what we we get on here So that might yeah, be hey, a reason not to go over there <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, you can follow him at sc underscore beaner you can follow me at tweeter underscore dumb everything is here at top of the table tv on twitter uh, Top of the Table TV is our website as we continue to experiment with this format. Uh, Sarah is on assignments You can follow her at Hullbird. I'm sure there's a nice new pool in her neighborhood. And uh, I think that's it. That's it. We'll, that's we'll, we'll, it. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens here. Good stuff, guys. Thank you, guys. I appreciate your time. You've been watching Top of the Table. Have a good week, guys. Bye. Bye.